0: Welcome to the Ordinary Pastor Podcast with CJ Mahaney and Jeff Perswell. This podcast is devoted to helping ordinary pastors with the extraordinary privilege and responsibility of serving God's people in their local church. And now, here's the podcast with your host, Mickey Connolly.
1: Well, gentlemen, welcome to the Ordinary Pastor Podcast, and I'm here with Jeff and CJ. And uh, our special guest, Bob Coughlin, is here with us. Nothing ordinary about Bob. Oh, not at all. No, no, not at all. Um, sort
2: of this like is
1: all. this is the extraordinary <laughs> member right. of this particular group. <laughs> oh, geez. and uh, we should change the title of the podcast
0: just for the times Bob is on. Bob's yes. going to be with us. Yes, yeah. I think it's a good idea. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, we spent, I think, eleven. Uh, Sessions on preaching where Jeff and CJ just did an outstanding job. But as we were wrapping that up, we thought it would be a good idea uh, to do four on Sunday mornings and all the other things that go on Sunday mornings. And um, this month, I wanted to start out uh, just by talking about Sunday mornings in general. And Jeff, I wanted you to start with this one. Um, What are the goals for Sunday morning? As you think through Sunday mornings, what are you trying to accomplish? What's what's the what's the goal? What do you want people walking away with on a yes. Sunday morning? Yeah. Well,
3: I I think before setting goals, I I think it's just helpful to start by recognizing, and every pastor recognizing that this is the most important right. moment mm-hmm. in your church's mm-hmm. life yep. that week. That's right. Uh, this is the moment when the entire church is gathered. This is the moment yes. when the entire church is brought under the authority of God's Word. Yes, well said. This is the moment when God's people will be addressed by God's Word. Mm -hmm. So unlike any Mm -hmm. other thing that we Mm. do as pastors, unlike a teaching contact, unlike Mm -hmm. a small group, unlike Mm. a counseling meeting, Mm. in this meeting Mm. the plumb line of God's Word is going to be placed over the entire church at the same time. The entire church gathered under the Word, the entire church given a, a biblical vision for life, uh, the entire church hearing and therefore accountable to that vision to that plumb line to that proclamation. And so before setting goals it's, it's yeah. just important to recognize yes. because of the rhythm mm-hmm. of Sundays okay let's you know let's get planning going it's just important to Excellent. understand what's at stake yes uh, and therefore how important care is is and and Mm -hmm. prayer is to uh, planning and preparing this meeting, Mm -hmm. nothing more important for pastoral team than this moment. Mm. Now, so, I mean, just recognizing that is is the the place to start and reminding oneself of that is is the place to start. But that then, you know, to your question, Mickey starts to speak to one's goals for the meeting more than any other moment, uh, more than anything, This is the moment where the entire church will be addressed by God through his word. So as pastors, we are Mm. positioning the church for that to happen. Mm. Um, That's the number one priority. And Mm. it is superior. It's not just one among many. It's superior to all the other priorities. And it informs all the other priorities, like singing, like fellowship. So those other priorities derive from that. Singing is not just what we do. It's a church tradition. It's a sovereign grace mm. tradition. No, it, it's not an unrelated, disembodied activity. It is, mm. in the first instance, a response to God's initiative in our lives, uh, a response to his word, to his speaking. Um, it's just always helpful to know. We, we love to hear ourselves talk as pastors. What God says to us is far more important than what we have to say, and it's far more important than what we say To him, Mm -hmm. so I mean that's that's the governing uh, goal. I think is to Mm -hmm. just recognizing we are positioning people to encounter God through His Word together, uh, together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. And um, there's various ways uh, that takes different forms at the meeting, which we can we can talk about those various forms. But that's I I think the number one thing we're 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 not just trying to accomplish, but we're recognizing and therefore. We want what we do to facilitate that. We want what we do to uh, t- to maximize the effect of that, mm-hmm. which of course has implications for preaching, which you know we just spent a number of weeks talking about. Has implications for singing, which I think we're going to do a whole, maybe a whole uh, podcast on that and, and the other things. But that's
0: where we start, and that's the number one goal, I think. And that's what pastors have to transfer to their church, the uniqueness of this meeting, so that a a culture of anticipation is Mm. built throughout the week, culminating in that gathering of the church on Sunday to celebrate the risen Christ of the cross and to do so uh, together. Spurgeon called it, the dearest place on earth. That's a wonderful way to describe what takes place each and every Sunday. So what I appreciate about what you just shared, Jeff, is that that needs to inform a senior pastor, lead pastor, uh, as he's planning and as he's gathering the uh, pastoral team to plan. And then that has to be transferred to the church. So a culture of... Loving all that uniquely takes place as the church gathers on Sunday uh, comes about.
1: Yeah. How have you attempted to build that culture here?
0: It can be just as simple as communicating at different times on Sundays. This is the best day of the week. There's 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 just numerous opportunities to do that each and every Sunday. Uh, it it can be. Uh, the call to worship. It can, it can be through the singing. It can be welcome and announcements. It certainly can be, uh, where appropriately applied, in messages. It can accompany the final uh, benediction. So the the opportunities are are present throughout a Sunday meeting. But yes, I I, I want to transfer to people. Uh, because of what Jeff just said, because of what uniquely happens when we gather together. <laughs> God is addressing us. We we are going to experience a, an intensified work of the Spirit through yeah. the reading and singing and preaching of His Word. Uh, as grateful as I am for my daily devotions, there's no comparison <laughs> between my daily devotions and what takes place on Sunday. So I, I'm seeking to transfer that theology to prepare people so that they anticipate uh, that kind of encounter with God that I think uniquely takes place in the church gathered uh, and doesn't take place in the same way when I awaken on Monday morning to have my devotions as important mm-hmm. as my devotions would be that morning.
2: I think one of the things CJ did when we <coughs> planted the church seven years ago was at the end of every meeting, I think just about every meeting for a year and a half, two years, he would say something of to the effect of, "Don't you wish tomorrow was Sunday?" Mm. Boy, you know what I'm thinking right mm. now? I wish tomorrow was Sunday. Mm. Uh, some form of that it wasn't wrote. Mm. Uh, it was it was uh, it was faith building. And so now, seven years later, you have people in the church posting on Facebook, saying in conversation, "Man, I wish tomorrow was Sunday." Mm. Not that the rest of the week doesn't matter, but mm. we are so filled with anticipation of what mm. God is going mm. to do yes. next week. Mm. You just want to get to it. So that was a real practical mm. way that mm. we saw this culture formed mm. uh, in there, at the beginning of the church.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. So um, wh- when, if, if you thought, as the person's walking to the parking lot, getting in their car, going home, what do you want them to leave with? Mm-hmm. Well,
3: I yeah there's a number of things that you, who are they uh, is this a member of your church is this a visitor is this a, a Christian or non-Christian so you know you could you can answer that question in a number of ways but um, now, hopefully this isn't redundant but what I, want, what I would hope that they're leaving is just recognizing what happened and taking to heart what just happened and um, stewarding what just happened for the rest of that day and for the rest of their week. Um, I mean, you know, it is, It's, it's in the Reformed tradition, it's, it's common place to, uh, to speak of the Sunday gathering as a, as a covenant renewal ceremony. And I think that's right. We are, in a sense, renewing the covenant, our covenant with God, as the people of God. And, and so hopefully what's happening there is not, people aren't just hearing a message that they're now just going to go apply. It's a message on anger, so I don't want to be angry this way. Yeah, that's true, and God's Word speaks to that. But um, that's a part of something even bigger. It's part of a bigger piece of fabric, is that I am united with these... I'm united with God through Christ. Um, and, And I leave this aware of that. My existence is for Him. It's from Him. It is to Him. I'm united with these people. I'm not just an individual leaving a meeting, going on to my individual life. I am now, the bonds of my unity have been strengthened with these people. I'm going to live this week uh, under God's word uh, by the power of the spirit with these people. So I'm, I'm hoping that not only have people felt addressed by God, not only have they been given the opportunity to respond to that, which is, uh, what the regenerate heart wants to do when it's addressed by god uh, not, uh, but we've also done that together and so hopefully just it's it's like our entire all the dimensions of our christian existence have been strengthened by this moment yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. i want to i want to be anticipating that as i go in and i want to be enjoying that as th- throughout the meeting and then i want to leave with that perspective mm. uh, and, and with faith Faith in what God has just done and what He will now do through because of His promises throughout the rest
0: of the week. Yeah. and as part of that local church, not an isolated individual, that that should be part of the effect each and every
2: time we gather as well. Yeah, and let's say I, I we want them to to know God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ better. Because it's not. It's not just. Hearing words, uh, Jeff was saying, that, that we, we think, okay, I've got to do this now. I've got to... We have a relationship with God. We are the body of Christ. We are beholding with unveiled face the, the, the glory of the Lord, being transformed into the same image, like Corinthians three seventeen. Uh, and so if people just go to a meeting and they haven't encountered Christ, uh, they're not receiving everything from that meeting that, that God intends them to receive. So a greater love, a greater passion for him, a greater awareness of him. Uh, uh, people should be leaving with that that greater sense. Just like the, um, you know, the unbeliever comes in and says uh, in First Corinthians 14, God you know, had the secrets of his heart laid bare. God is surely among you. It's like that sense of, yeah, mm-hmm. we, we are with the living God together. Through Jesus, by his spirit, we are encountering God. So that encounter aspect, I think, is really mm-hmm. important. As I've talked to both our pastors and pastors outside Sovereign Grace, there can be this tendency to assume that, you know, the meeting's about doing certain things, you know, the preaching, the singing, the, the prayer, the, the certain elements. And and we can miss what uh, I think a major part of the aspect of the meeting is, and that is actually encountering God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ. Uh, when when Paul says in Second Corinthians 3.17 that, Therefore, we are, we're beholding with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord. We're being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to the next. We are beholding Jesus Christ. God has revealed himself to us. And there's this, this relational aspect to what we're doing. We are the body of Christ. We The spirit of Christ is in our midst. And so it's not just going away from a meeting and thinking, uh, okay, well, I'm supposed to do this, just, as Jeff was saying earlier um you know we did these things we got these things right no do you love jesus more do you know him better do you want to be more like him at the end of the meeting than you did at the beginning are you more in awe of his holiness his beauty his justice his mercy I mean that's to be the effect of God's people meeting in the spirit for the glory of Jesus Christ there's that there's that relational aspect that just mm-hmm. that should be there every time we gather
3: yeah. and what would bump just said there it, presupposes something when we were speaking earlier about uh, this is the moment where God speaks to us, this is the moment where we, the whole church is brought together under His Word. That, that presupposes something that we spoke about in our, in our preaching uh, podcasts and that is mm. the, the nature of God's Word um, the hermeneutical imperative of appropriately preaching Christ from all of scripture recognizing that all the scripture exalts God's saving acts that culminate in the person and work of Christ mm. and so therefore not every text speaks of Jesus but every text speaks mm. of God's saving acts which mm. find their culmination in the and mm. work of Christ and therefore mm. they point to it in that way so appropriately preaching Christ appropriately um, uh, appropriately proclaiming Christ in all that we do, Mm. Uh, making sure that uh, the gospel, God's saving acts in Christ Mm. is being sung about, is the central theme of our songs, Mm. Uh, making sure that our expositions ultimately exalt Christ uh, and Him crucified. So um, in the the effect of that, Mm. By God's grace, should be exactly what what uh, Bob was saying is that we are we're not just hearing information about God, we're not just hearing expositions, informational expositions of Scripture, but we truly are hearing Christ, yes, Christ yes. exalted, Amen. such Amen. that Jesus is magnified in every mind and heart and life mm-hmm. and family and community group. Amen.
0: Amen. And all that two boys just described so well is is what we want people to ex. Experience and what we want people to anticipate. And it takes place when the church is gathered, hmm. in a way. It doesn't take place, again, when we are isolated from one another right. and devoting ourselves appropriately to the practice of the spiritual disciplines throughout the week. Luther said, At home in my house, there is no warmth or vigor in me, but in the church when the multitude is gathered together a fire is kindled in my heart Mm. and it breaks its way through that that's the experience Mm. we want individuals beginning to anticipate uh, on friday building on saturday as they arrive get out of their car um, enter together that's that's we just want them to know that During the week at home in their house, if there's no warmth or vigor in their souls, Mm -hmm. um, that will not be their experience as they gather with the church. But instead, there will be a fire kindled as God loves to bless the preaching of his word Mm -hmm. when the church is gathered, as the Lord Jesus will shepherd his church when
2: his people are gathered week Mm -hmm. by week. And, And it doesn't matter... What size your church is? Yep. It doesn't it's matter uh, the the necessarily the quality of the people who are currently gathered in your church. Of course, there's going to be a level of maturity. It, we tend to look horizontally. You know, what's my mm. church like? And oh well, it's it's just not, not that much. And uh, we can be totally mistaken. Think well, if this church is big, if our church is big, then well, then we've got yeah. something yeah. to anticipate. No, no. Every church has the things we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Every church has. As we gather, God speaking to us through his word. We have the gospel preached, proclaimed. Jesus Christ lived a perfect life, died a substitutionary death, rose from the dead, so that we could be justified before God and adopted Mm. into his family. That's proclaimed every Sunday. Every church can do that. We have the Holy Spirit in our midst working through the community that is gathered Mm. there. So that gives every pastor... The opportunity to believe and to say to his people, this is the highlight of your week. The church gathering together. So we just, we want to make sure we're not looking... That our perspective isn't primarily horizontal, which is a great perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, as the church grows and develops, and people become more like Christ, mm-hmm. you say, "Yeah, I love being mm-hmm. here with these people," but primarily, it all stems from that vertical perspective, which is what God is doing in Christ and through Christ in the midst of His people.
3: That's right, and 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 these aren't just us, you know, rousing people. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is the this, this is the new testament teaching on the church. Please um, yes, regardless of what we say, yeah. or regardless of how well we say mm. it, the reality of mm-hmm. our church is mm-hmm. that we don't just come into our our elementary school that we're meeting in or to yes. our hotel yes. or to our yes. building. No, what we come into yes. Is it's to Mount Zion, that, Mount Zion. and amen. the city of the living God yes, and the heavenly Jerusalem and mm-hmm. enu- innumerable yeah. angels mm-hmm. gathered in festal gathering to the mm-hmm. assembly of the firstborn who enrolled in heaven into mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. the judge of all into spirits. I mean, that's what's yeah. happening on a Sunday yes. morning, regardless of how bad the music sounds, yep. yes. regardless yes. of how yep. sorry your sermon mm-hmm. feels, regardless of how <laughs> mm-hmm. unenthusiastic yep. your people are. We, we don't do mm-hmm. it because it feels good or because we had a happening meeting we do it because of the realities of what this sunday gathering is yes Uh, we do it because the spirit is 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 more active corporately yes than he is in individual ways the commands in ephesians 5 about being filled with the spirit those are it's true individually yes but the, the emphasis there is the corporate gathering. The emphasis mm-hmm. there is what's happening when we're gathering, when we're exhorting one another, when we are singing songs. So we, that's the truth of Scripture. That's what we want to understand, have our faith fueled by, and, and therefore have our efforts uh, driven by, I mean, yes. how wonderful to be able to plan and yes. prepare and yes. pray informed for what, by this. For what yes. God promises yes. is happening on yes. a Sunday, Sunday, yes. mm-hmm.
0: regardless of how we felt uh, even that. Yeah. 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 And I, I think this is the challenge for every senior pastor, lead pastor, pastoral team is to be revisiting this theology mm-hmm. so, so that our souls are informed and inspired and that makes all the difference in planning, and it makes all the difference in leading on Sunday. Mm. And the absence of this theology also makes all the difference yeah. <laughs> in an adverse way yeah. to planning and what takes place on Sunday. So I'm, I'm grateful that you've directed our attention to this, Mickey, and, and that we've, we've not prematurely moved into the components of Sunday or the planet, all all very important. But if yeah. they aren't informed theologically, right. uh, then then pastors are not going to lead wisely or effectively over a period of years. But particularly with all of the challenges that are associated, because we we're aware of them, from small congregations to uh, unappealing places to meet to to sound not worry that mm. that mm. is the reality all of us we're, we're not polished professionals yeah. Yeah. showing up with you know, <laughs> for a flawless Delice performance that's the, there's all the realities of serving a local church in the context of a fallen world and all of the challenges that are attendant to that and, but it is this theology <laughs> that sustains the heart of the pastor and so it must be revisited regularly by pastors yeah. in order to serve and lead their church uh, with joy and gladness.
3: Yeah, it's like the word there just would underline, but, uh, it, it, it will sustain you. It's like yes. preaching. Yes. Um, we, we, we persevere in preaching because of Not because of what we see happening, we persevere in preaching because of our convictions about what God promises to do yes. through his word. It's very similar to our yes. Sunday meetings. We, yes. we persevere in yes. this. Well, we so. keep preaching. Yeah. We keep showing up. We keep yes. setting up sound. We yeah. keep doing all that we do yeah. because of what we're convinced is happening there. Yeah. What's happening invisibly there? Uh, who is there? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Yes. What God is doing through our weak efforts, what God is doing through the weak expression of gifts maybe yes. in my small, yes. seemingly ungifted
0: yes. church. Yes. We're um, yeah. actually ungifted. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> It's true. Yeah, so it is true. Um, it, it, it's just so
3: important to sustain you over time, yes. to sustain a pastor, a single yes. pastor, especially a single pastor. We keep talking mm. about pastoral teams. So, so many true. guys, they don't have pastoral. What pastoral team? Be great yes. if I had a pastoral you team. Yes. I'm doing this on my own. Yes. God bless you if yes. you are. Uh, yes. But these realities are no less true if you are, if mm. you don't have a pastoral team. Yes.
2: Maybe. Well, actually, you need to give more attention to these realities if you don't yes, have the absolutely. benefit of a pastoral team, or so it seems to me. Uh, um, When Jeff was speaking, I thought of Ephesians 2.22. In him, this is what's happening every church, every Sunday, throughout the week as well, but particularly on Sundays, in Christ, you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. What? That's just amazing. We gather, and wherever we're meeting, our church, that group of people, is being built into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit, and it's because of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's yes. That's just an amazing thought that should capture us every time yeah. we think about what we do on Sundays. Yep.
1: Uh, gentlemen, that was wonderful. Yep. What a great start to our uh, fall season of podcasts. And so thank you mm-hmm. to the three of you. Enjoy.
3: great to be together.